0: Your homepage for horror is here. Fangoria.com is now live and brimming with the digital horror content you crave. Fangoria.com is your first destination for all the horror news of the day, featuring a constant curation of the Fango team's favorite links from across the internet. They're taking the time to aggregate the most important news in horror in one space to save you time and sanity. You'll also find long-form pieces, deep dives, and daily thoughts from the biggest names in horror, as well as exclusive access to the Fangoria Vault. Right now, all current subscribers to the magazine are automatically members of Fangoria.com, and as promised, the content of the new issues will forever be print-only. If you're not already a subscriber, check out the new Fangoria.com for yourself and see the horror right before your eyes. Use promo code QUEERWOLF for 15% off right now. From visionary horror director Osgood Perkins and an executive producer of Insidious comes Gretel and Hansel. Forget the fairy tale you know and witness a dark and twisted adaptation of the beloved story. Sophia Lillis of It stars in Gretel and Hansel in theaters nationwide this Friday. Get tickets at gretelandhanselthemovie.com. Hello and welcome to Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Brennan. I'm Nay. Hey, Hi. so Nay, we're still missing Michael. Yeah, he's still out being Hollywood.
1: He's looking good on the internet. Oh,
0: he sent us a picture of him hanging out with Vince Vaughn. Yes.
1: Oh, how was um, that looking? I'm sorry. Oh, it's super t- cute. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. Oh hello. Um, you know I'm what? Show oh, you let's. This cute. You know what? I'm so sorry. No, 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 I couldn't help <laughs> no. it. You said Vince Vaughn it triggered me. <laughs> yeah. You cannot. No, I'm going to show you. Okay
0: nay is going to bring up a picture while i introduce our illustrious we'll ask michael
1: if we can tweet it but he might say no
0: he might say no and he might say please promote my movie right true um yeah we are joined by two very special guests oh i forgot to ask if i can mention the podcasts before this yeah you can can mention the
2: podcast before okay everybody knows we were there Uh, (laughs) you better remember
0: Formerly of the Pop Rocket podcast, the now deceased, rest in peace, Pop Rocket podcast, and currently of the Waiting to Exhale podcast, that's capital X hyphen hail, <laughs> um, we have professor at USC and author of Why Karen Carpenter Matters, Karen Tongson, and digital strategist Winter Mitchell. Hello,
1: hello. Hey, everybody. Hello.
0: Welcome. Hi, Queer Wolves. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. So My excited. face
1: already hurts from smiling. Really, <laughs> mine too. Yeah. I love it. changed this everything. Is a good time. Good
2: yeah. Time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's over.
0: Um, <laughs> we are here to talk about a movie, but first we got to talk about things we've been watching recently. Mm-hmm. What has mm-hmm. struck our eyes <laughs> mm-hmm. or ears or what hearts? has
2: assaulted us on on the media machine? <laughs> oh God. Um you know the 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 sad thing is Karen that is I, it your
1: turn yet? I be talking you. Take your all turn. Freaking time, honey. <laughs>
2: That's it, because I have the little shivers in the I glass. can tell the shivers <laughs> in the system. Feeling warm, but uh I I thought I would begin because I my uh, mine is probably the most horrific, the most famous <laughs> okay, thing. Right. Oh no. And it is a, a dear friend named Lauren Steimer once told me the true genre of horror is the romantic comedy <laughs> and uh and modern love the amazon mm. original series oh, really? is really pretty bad folks it's,
3: it's nice. trash i mean
2: you know it is it's really look i wanted to be there for it yeah. i'm like the prime audience mm-hmm. i'm your lazy middle-aged person who just wants prestige people like hooking up and you know <laughs> giving me some joy on the screen but i have to say that you know, the title sequence promises all of this fun, queer, interracial, so many different (laughs) stories. And then episode after episode, I just kept waiting for there to be uh, like some non normy storyline, non-super like straight storyline. And I was so disappointed. Even if I love the Dev Dev Patel story in like episode three, he's great. He's a wonderful rom-com actor. And even if I wanted to see like – Tina Fey and John Slattery, like being in, you know, doing kind of fun, cute Woody Allen-esque things together. Like, I don't know, Anne Hathaway's episode. I just feel like it was some effort to make a prestige version of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that failed
1: miserably. It ripped my eyeballs out. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, and I was—I literally at some point just started floating into like some <laughs> other. Ether and the saddest so bad and the
2: saddest swerve was when I finally think oh my god there's a queer woman of color in this story and you see this like beautiful like black mask you know woman or like you know kind of like uh, androgynous figure. At the beginning of this episode, you're like, this, this is going to be a queer episode. It's going to be a lesbian episode. And it is an episode about just some basic blonde bitch who has, like, daddy issues and who oh, no. wants to, like, hook up with an older dude. And I'm like, really? Anyway. That's why I wanted to share first. It was really <laughs> trash. It.
1: Yeah. No, it was, it was living, Thank you for saying it.
0: It was living in your heart and you needed to get
2: <laughs> I was just like I was just like, but I watched all of it. That's the other thing too. Like <laughs> well, you find yourselves there, right? Is yes. it the
0: was it the queer dangling of it? Like you're like trying to get to that carrot and that never comes, or was it just because you're kind of like, Well, I'm hate watching this now?
2: It wasn't like quite hate watching but I was like I was like okay I know that there's got to be like your title sequence promises me same sex <laughs> like you know uh eroticism somewhere and the hot priest from uh what do you call Fleabag? it playbag does show up in the one gay story uh but even then it's like they're in a gay interracial couple, so they're like killing all of the birds with one stone. But then it ends up being I thought a, you were a, like who, it's
0: an environmental parable. <laughs> the birds are dying.
2: <laughs> the birds oh, are my dying. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> not not birds, this again. You know? <laughs> Shit. I know. Um but but what ends up happening is it focuses so much more on a will and gracie type but like kind of anti will and grace like mm. relationship between the woman and the white woman and the white gay dude, and then suddenly, like black gay guy falls out of it. Anyway, there you go. I watched all of it, and I probably will like still be searching when season two comes out.
1: If it comes out, we're gonna I hope it's been that. renewed.
2: I saw that. Oh, great.
1: That's like every job I've ever had. It's like the white people, the white, the like white woman, and then the gay white guy. And then the black people leave. The queer black people. (laughs) They show up for two sequences, do their little sassy dance. Uh And then they (laughs) peep out. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. They're
2: like, why do you have a daddy issue? And then they just like disappear
1: in the background.
0: (laughs) 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 Is this the part where we have to subtweet tall girl again?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: Have either of you seen it? I it. No. Well, I,
1: I heard about you yeah, all talking no. about it
2: on your oh, really? previous episode. So I heard that. Like, I love that. I think Nay, it was you who's just like you fundamentally mistrust anything said in New Orleans. Like that's not <laughs> that centers that
1: white people. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you kidding me?
0: It's truly out of How control. How do you even
1: do that? <laughs> Ew! I can't with you. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so right. Wait. <laughs> so I was like, oh wait, tall girl. So you so hated bad? Skeleton Key. But the thing is, like, I didn't hate Skeleton okay. Keep. I mean, you, uh, but... Because Kate Hudson. I, I love Kate Hudson. Yeah, she's great. She's fine. Han, really. Right. It's, of course. You of know, course. She's indebted. I mean, inde- not, I, I, yes. I have no hate on Kate Hudson. That's not what no, I No, mean, me neither. But, like... I you know I loved her mom first. So yeah, then exactly. I, I loved her. Yeah, she's a byproduct. I love, of love. Gina Rowlands. I do love Gina Rollins Ooh, I love Oh, God, she I love her, especially when she shows up and is w- is kooky and wild and yeah. yes, like and she played an evil bitch to the t. To the like, t. I obsessed. Yes. So I didn't like Skeleton King. Okay. Yes. That's fine. I won't hold that against you. <laughs> hey,
0: have you seen anything else that you liked
1: the, uh, about white people in New Orleans? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not in this category. Oh, <laughs> moving on to oh, regular in general, category. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Well, I'm still watching Schitt's Creek. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. I Karen's holding back. No, I love it. Have no, I know you're screaming. excited. That was just a very muted reaction. <laughs> I, I literally, I'm worried that my roommates are going to kick me out because I have been screaming. Like I laugh so hard. Like I just, (laughs) just, they're so absurd. Like, and I'm starting to really love the kids. I guess they're not kids. They're adults in this movie. But like at first, what's the daughter's name? (laughs) Alexis. Alexis. Ooh, at first I was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fuck this bitch up. Like she's so annoying. (laughs) And now I'm a, which is what happens in my life. I usually meet someone annoying and then I'm endeared eventually by their annoying things. Are you an Aquarius? No. Oh interesting. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's almost like that stuff is just like made mm. up in the moment. Um <laughs> but like now I love her. I like every little like facial expression she makes, like her little like quirky moot I die. Like Which, the way she so holds funny. her hands. Oh my god, oh. the hand. When she holds her hands, it's like just, oh, she's killing me!
0: Yeah, every microfiber of that. Every yes, yes, so yes, good.
3: exactly. Yes.
1: Like I, yes, she's killing me. So,
0: and how yeah. how far are you right now?
1: I think now I'm in season three. I think okay, you've okay. okay. got, one, got yeah. some fun so, to go. She evolves even more. It oh gets my better. God, it gets is. better. Screaming, <laughs> screaming! Yeah. Oh, she's so annoying, though.
2: I so envy you, though, for still not having seen all of them. Yeah, that. you know that's one of those I things, that. right? Isn't like it's just sort of oh to rediscover that again. That's yeah. a great place to be.
1: Yeah. I'm late to almost every TV show, so I almost always get to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you have some so much more fun to get to <laughs> with them. I bet. <laughs> Um, and then well I know so we recorded an episode recently I don't know when this episode is going to air but we recorded an episode on Little Shop of Horrors and then I had to watch it again after we recorded the episode because it's just so good and I know I tweeted about it but Steve Martin really just like (laughs) everything he does in that movie once again screaming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah.
0: it really like
1: (laughs) crazy motherfucker like (laughs) I love it because it's also the same era that like three Amigos came yeah. out during. He
2: so. was like a kind of another, like his <laughs> 80s peak. LA story. There LA was like story. a period there Roxanne. Roxanne. The jerk amigos.
3: Come
1: out. That was
2: earlier in the 80s. I More.
1: want to say that was like 80s. Planes, trains, and oh, oh, automobiles. Yeah. yeah, yeah planes, trains, and 70s. automobiles. Yeah. yeah. Planes, and automobiles. yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles recently? Yes. Because yeah. I also had to watch that because of Steve and John Candy oh, and God. I was like, I have it almost it. It. it makes me cry absolutely it ma- like cry laughing and cry sob because it's just mm-hmm. like they're so great <laughs> the comedy is so there mm-hmm. and then the emotional connection between them when he just mm. all of it but don't you also be like, who wouldn't have beat John Candy's ass by now? He was. That's the <laughs> part that makes it so funny. You're like, what's in my sink right now? <laughs> what's in my sink <laughs> right now? My favorite is when he gets dropped off because this has happened to me when he gets dropped off at the wrong uh, car from the rental airport. lot mm-hmm. for the car rental lot, and then he mm-hmm. has to run. It's just like those. It captures especially for the 80s because there's things that happen, unfortunately, that still happen now uh uh in 2019 but it was so time specific that Definitely. 80s, just miscommunication yeah no cell phones no cell phone you, just, yeah. you know the car literally holding on <laughs> by a thread it's just so oh after it burns up oh yes. my god and they're still driving the shit <laughs> <laughs> they're still they wrote it to the wheels literally is that where that term came from cuz that's literally Rode what they the did the wheels roll. literally fell off oh my god through so the good. mess around oh my god i died. <laughs> oh god. anyway um yeah so those are some things i watch
0: okay what about you winter what are we watching
1: um let's see binged all last friday to the point where we stayed up until 3 a.m uh binged living with myself the paul rudd show it? Oh. Um, I love Paul Rudd. Okay, <laughs> okay. I prepared myself by watching hot, his hot ones, which is was so good. He's so good. I like the show. It's a little wonk. There's a couple of areas where I feel like the story just. It, it just couldn't make sense what i liked about it is that they were able to contain it it's really like a thir- a three person show it's the two paul reds and the wife i i can't <laughs> know if i'm saying her ni- her name correctly she's irish aisling aisling b but i find find her to be a rising star she's great as the wife look her name up you, she's see what really the gaelic cute. looks Aza like she's in- a gaelic aisling b um <laughs> i don't know if that's it but i noticed that she was very much able to sort of be the straight man without having to be uh, um, uh, stodgy, uh, stodgy, you know what I mean? And she uh, has her own standalone episode within the show that sort of helps marry why everything's is happening is happening. And I love the idea of two of a couple just really having a shitty time in their marriage. And he ends up dealing with someone who's the supposed to be the best version of himself. And that version is kind of sucks it's, it, it kind of makes you reconcile like you are who you are you marry who you marry you can work together to do it but like if you got if i woke up one day and had a better version of myself right now i'd want to punch her in the face mm-hmm. <laughs> like the reason i am who i am is because of the life lived and you know his positive version of himself starts sort of recognizing that you know he's missing out on elements because he's just a clone mm-hmm. um and then they also have like these two wonderful asian uh uh, uh characters in the show that. Are the ones who sort of set up the cloning. And there's like a scene where Of course we do the cloning. <laughs> no, but there's a part that you will love it because they. I don't. Like, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. But there's a part where, like, they, you know, two Paul Rudds come in and confront them and say, hey, you know, what happened? And we find out that the two, they're not, like, they've been affecting the stereotypical Asian. Accents and they are really don't. They have like northeastern, like the SGV, (laughs)
2: whatever. They're like north.
1: (laughs) No, they're like north North northeastern and guys. Why could G sit? Yes, but I also feel like it was uh, no. They're from the east coast, but I also felt like it was interesting that it only cost like fifty thousand for him to get a clone, which was funny. But that was, I mean, you know, check it out. It's eight episodes. It's really tight. Eight. It's like a tight eight. It's like twenty minutes each episode. You can knock it out in a few hours. Okay. Um, but really quick, I just want to give a shout out to Watchmen amazing amazing uh zach snyder nowhere near this thank god um <laughs> it is such a good show regina king i Ugh. just forever like if you told me brenda from 227 mm. and also the obnoxious sister from friday ended up being like <laughs> this amazing lead i mean i know she's an amazing actress a regal a regal, award-winning, award-winning, actress. award-winning actress and leading this show with don johnson fading into the background My goodness, the show takes uh, place 34 years after the film, and it sort of uh, uh, shows us what life is like in this post-apocalyptic sort of like altered universe where Robert Redford was president at some point. (laughs) Um, And... Really, it 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 shows a woman leading, being you know an under an underground superhero who's also a police officer, it, and just having this black woman at the lead. It's so still in twenty nineteen, jolting in a in an environment like this. the super Marvel, uh, super uh, it's not Marvel, but it's this DC, but it's this or is it? I don't know. It's this Ooh. superhero extended universe. Just to see a black woman in the lead who's not like a Halle Berry, who's not like a you know whoever else they try to get. to play throw in and be storm just having her come out and be dark and chocolatey and 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 little and just like kicking ass it's really great love all the discussions about white supremacists who doesn't and uh just her kicking ass and just it's on hbo you should definitely and the history
2: lesson and and the history lesson the black wall street
1: everybody's eyes this week were oh brett like and i was like hi that's like I like awesome. that's like black history yeah. 102 maybe I don't know <laughs> 101.5 <laughs> five, 5. <laughs> It's good. You know, going back to when you mentioned $50,000 to clone someone. Yes. Yes. I did well, I don't remember what daytime talk show it was, but <laughs> at some point a few years ago I watched one where a woman had paid $50,000 to clone her dog. Mm. Well, see, that's, that makes sense. That's makes, that well, makes yeah. sense. Look,
0: it cost more than $50,000 to get Paul Rudd on the show. But also, <laughs> <Yes>, this
1: <laughs> dog didn't really
0: look like her
2: other dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, damn. Well, Barbara has two cloned dogs. Barbara Stray Sand has two cloned dogs. She's all into them. She's all in with the cloning the dogs.
1: Does mm-hmm. Oprah do it
3: too? Did Oprah? I'm do?
2: assuming that they have a secret dog cloner that that's they share. That's an extended <laughs> level of richery that I just don't understand.
1: <laughs> Worlds like, they live in. Yeah. yeah, I
0: I think it's a rich people thing to buy like a jacket for your dog. That's going an extra step.
1: That's going an extra step. <laughs> that, no. I, I, that's going an extra that's step. Like,
2: that's like the point zero one percent who have yeah. mall underground malls at their estates. Like yeah. you know, at, with their cloned pets. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, we can all aspire to something. Yeah, <laughs> right.
1: If I really thought that I could clone Kennedy, my dog, and that that dog will also act like Kennedy, even when he acts up. You're I don't have $50,000, but it's never going to be Ken. And, and you're always going to know the difference and you're always mm-hmm. going to be like, yeah, but you don't act like Kennedy. And see, this is why I'm not a parent because I would treat my kids like that too. Like, you know what? You're not yep, like the exactly. other <laughs> Yeah, I would treat them if they weren't clones like that yeah I, yeah the second one is in for a hell of a ride yeah be like i'm gonna start saving money for therapy for you yeah yeah because mm. you're gonna need it you're gonna need it
0: well, here's what you do is you get someone to clone it and swap them out without telling you so you can keep, you can keep refreshing the dog and not know it's a new one <laughs> f5
1: yeah. the dog f5 the dog <laughs> yeah. what movie was that oh no that was an episode of king of queen oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> his uh-uh. parents keep like replacing the dog and he's like all of a sudden him and Leah Rimini are like down in Florida's parents' house and she's like, D- this this is like, <laughs> you were a kid with this dog, there's no way that, maybe I made all of this up. It's re- that's <laughs> that's so really it's a King this, of
2: Queens episode. Th- that's I don't know. That's, I've never seen really, that's like, you know, Black Mirror slash of, King of Queens, you know, okay, like like yeah, It does
0: make be. King of Queens seem a lot more interesting to me. <laughs> this yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like they weren't. Are you sure, or was that a I'm dream not. sequence you had? Okay. I'm not. So that's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> so,
0: um, Brendan, what have
2: you been watching? What
0: I've been. Well, actually, I brought a book today to talk oh, about. That's great. Um, well, I know. <laughs> um, well, I was very, very amped up about the movie Tigers Are Not Afraid, which is on Shutter right now. Mm. Um, oh. It's very, very good. I highly recommend it. Oh, good. Um, but I was it, that movie very much capitalizes on the long tradition of magical realism in mexican literature mm-hmm. and i realized i never read any of it i mainly watch movies of it mm. so i wanted to read something and get a little experience <laughs> <laughs> um, so i read basically a book that's kind of the ur text of magical realism it's called pedro paramo by juan Rulfo. it was released in 1955 um, the translation i read is by margaret sayers peden who I've never read her translations before, but she did a great job. Um, it's <laughs> a fascinating book. Yeah, it's a, Have you read it? I have not read it, but okay. you
2: know, I'm familiar with the genre, but I haven't read this particular book.
0: Oh, it's, it's one of those books that I immediately wanted to reread because I'm like, I was really bowled over by it, but also I feel like I didn't get half of what was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those books that makes you feel real dumb. Um, but also... <laughs> It's like this 130-page slip of a thing. It's such an easy read. Um, it's about this guy named Juan Preciado, um, but you don't even learn his name to like 30 pages into this 130-page novel. Wow. Um, his mother dies, sends him to this very small remote town in Mexico called Comala uh, to find his father. His name is Pedro Paramo. He was the patron of this town. He was kind of the, not like government leader, but like leader okay. of the town. Okay. Um, and it's basically when he shows up at this town it is empty and everyone he talks to is a ghost of someone who has died oh. there um and the Ooh. <laughs> yeah spiritual. Um, it is it's very spiritual <laughs> but the novel slips very easily back and forth between time periods like he meets a ghost and then you learn about kind of their backstory oh, I and love their it. relationship to pedro batomo and just kind of every choice that this man has made to kind of poison the town and kind of make it into the destitute thing that it is today. Um, it's the most dreamlike novel I've ever read. There are, there are no chapter divisions. It's just one big chunk. Um, and there's like, I don't know, one or two pages at a time. And then there's like a paragraph break and then you're starting a new segment about some other character some other time or whatever. And you really just float in and float right out of the book the timeline is incredibly fluid and it takes a while to figure out exactly where you are at any point in time. Like, like I said, you don't learn the main character's first name until like a third of the way through. And I don't think he's featured in the last 20 pages. Oh, wow. I
3: love
2: that. I love though being lost in the swirl of the world, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's sometimes I find myself like I should return to reading more books part of it is just like i'm always speed reading shit because like that's like the job yeah but but you know like i i look for that feeling when i'm watching stuff Mm -hmm. and it's very rare to encounter that but when you get into something like this what you're talking about where it's like you know a tight slim volume but that has so much density and like you know um that disorients you when you're reading it that sounds so awesome
0: oh yeah i highly recommend it um it's you know available in a lot of places, um, you know, bookstores aren't really around anymore. But. <laughs> Is
2: it an audio book? Probably. Probably. Do I don't know, you
0: but... Yeah. I, I I'm actually I'm going to read it to my boyfriend over winter break because we're just like oh, cute okay. like that. Oh, oh my god! Um, <laughs> god. But marshmallows uh, on the fire. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he, he's going to use his uh, his hookups at the university, and we're going to get the Spanish text. Oh. Um, oh my
2: god! So you you're gonna like you can read to each other um, like every other paragraph in a different language. That's super. He's like, like oh, that I don't seems know like about, a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but he speaks Spanish in and Palm I Springs. can read Spanish. <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: Exactly-
0: um, but yeah, but even in the English translation, it's incredibly poetic and beautiful and moving. Mm. Uh, that's why I really want to emphasize Margaret Sayers Peden, the translation. Like, trust no other translation. Trust no <laughs> Get other. hers. Um,
1: that sounds great. I'm going to pick that up. Please do. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, also I watch a zombie land double tap.
1: Tell me everything. We'll tell us, but tell, I'm hearing, I can tell you. I'm hearing that it's, it's, it's not as good as the first one. No. How could it be? Right. 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 Um,
2: I'm like, what is that?
0: <laughs>
2: I drove by the Vista. I was like, is that a movie or is that like a fake
0: like sign? A video game? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a movie <laughs> technically. Look, I did enjoy it. Uh, It's fun getting to play around in the sandbox again, and they got all the actors back somehow. Yeah. Because the cast in 2009 was not at the, like, kind of star status that they are in 2019. Yeah. Um, I will say it felt very aesthetically empty to Mm. me. I just felt like my eyes were sliding right off the screen. Like, it's just kind of gray and blue, and there's not a lot... To look at, mm-hmm. which I don't know that the first Zombieland had anything like that, but this this it felt very cold. Yeah. In a certain way. And I think it belied a certain lack of, I don't know, interest mm. on the part Is of it the a good filmmakers. airplane
2: movie, but not a good movie theater movie. I would
0: say that under no circumstances pay more than like five dollars <laughs> to see Zombieland Double Tap. But if you liked the first one. It's going to have something for you. It's going to be less of that something, but it's fine.
1: So one of the reviews said, there's worse things you can do with your time. <laughs> there are. <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay. Modern you know,
0: love on Amazon.
1: Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Amazon. I'm just like, it seems about
2: equivalent to like, but you spend less hours on Zombieland. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I just, I, you know, it's interesting because I really, 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 really love the first one. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've since become less interested in some people. from the movie, like Emma Stone. (laughs) And I still, I I will forever love Woody. It's just like we were saying earlier about Kate Hudson. I'll forever Mm -hmm. love Woody. Mm -hmm. But it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, I don't know if I can the Emma Stone of it all.
0: (laughs) I...
2: I'm like, oh, Emma's in it. I definitely watch that on a plane. <laughs> yeah, <not laughs> she's an airplane her. actress. Yes. For me. yeah
0: and I I wouldn't say she's doing anything that would redeem herself in right. your eyes necessarily, sure. but she does. I thought had the standout like joke moment where I was like, oh, this is a joke. Oh, okay, um, <laughs> where it's actually it's not a written joke; it's a performance joke. Sure. Um, where I was like, oh, someone gave a line reading right. in this
1: movie. <laughs> and she was like, and she did it. Yeah, all that exercise, you know, from she, the
0: favorite. Right. Yeah, she did what she had to do. She did what
1: she had to do. Mm-hmm. She did what she had to do.
0: Um, <laughs> and she honestly didn't have to. It's Emma Stone. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she was going to be in the first scene of this movie and the last scene of this mm-hmm. movie. But she's in all the ones in between, too. So that was a shock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a, it's a check. I'm sure they got paid good money. That movie made a lot of money when yeah. it came out. So it's a check. Look, I and I also think with our economic situation as it is, I know people always talk about the 1%, but I am completely completely convinced that this year in particular for them tax wise wasn't that great because people are making a lot of interesting choices <laughs> and you know they are kirsten dunce is on a showtime show mm-hmm. she didn't even fight for hbo it was about to be on youtube what yes really yes i just read that oh my goodness That's yeah an update and she update. was gonna be in it yeah. on YouTube wow. there's there's money in YouTube yeah. there's yeah. money in YouTube there's, money, there's YouTube. money in YouTube but it's not you know not a HBO, YouTube show is absolutely not like a HBO production where you're you know you've got you know what I mean I, I think that yes the- because actually this is a silly story but when I first moved to LA I was an extra on awkward black girl oh wow interesting it's like YouTube web series yeah. and then years later it was an extra on insecure oh interesting an HBO production and I remember being like wow <laughs> it's like good for you girl yes. because this is major major and so different mm. that's then, what i'm saying youtube is yeah maybe I take it back yeah right. well, <laughs> YouTube
2: may be taking the money but not spreading it out you know sure, it's sure. You,
1: being a youtube star versus like a twitter star or an instagram star sure. like, there's a lot of money in youtube yes. to be a youtube but then you have to be a youtube star and <laughs> who wants that but no, because it's a shorter life cycle. Yeah. yeah. You know, once, and you see all these kids and all these kids, not to even totally derail this topic, but a lot of these kids are starting to act like they can't handle it and they're piecing out and yeah. they're going all sorts of different directions with, with, with it. And I think it will have an evolution. But yeah, just going back to the whole double tap Zombieland of it all I mean you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm really glad you had a good time there there was better (laughs) things there were there there were worse things you can do with your time yeah there (laughs) certainly
0: are and I've been trying to avoid them in theaters so Zombieland (laughs) helped we should probably talk about the movie we're here to talk <laughs> oh yeah about. oh yeah
2: um, that's right we're here to do other yeah. things we have a real movie to talk about mm.
0: I mean no it's real I wasn't Please. doubting that no, no. Um, <laughs> I, real quick I'm going to play a short clip from the trailer Great. which we can talk over for the record mm-hmm. okay um, la, 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 la.
3: isn't this fun lovely stroll on the moors this trailer's
0: trying to sell it like that was a serious line yes. which yes. is hilarious to that? me Yes. I heard that mm-hmm. what is it Do you think it's a dog Nice doggy.
1: Good boy. This was definitely not the trailer that came out in eighty four.
0: Probably not. Yeah. What what's on YouTube is on YouTube, you yes. know?
1: Yes.
3: My friend Jack was just here. Ah, told me that I will become a monster in two days. God,
2: everyone's Jack. voice sounds so yeah. like funky. Uh, oh, in the in, trailer like yeah. it's just like everybody has quivering well, voices he is, well
0: he is giving full Ross Geller voice this oh, entire yeah, yeah.
2: for sure that is amazing oh my god the remake the remake
0: oh god David
2: Schwartz <laughs> no um, I'm having weird dreams
0: <laughs> uh, and the tagline would be a reference to feed the beast that show that he made Never. Uh, thank that's, you that's <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> i never watched
1: it. i thought it was a that's sitcom that's deep cut david schwimmer deep cut David schwimmer.
0: <laughs> look, you would look i didn't watch it i but aggressively I... watched
1: him in the in the american crime story though his he did what he had to do mm-hmm. being i Robert just Kardashian. showed a clip from that in my
2: class today and people were blown away weren't they 90s, they were just like is that ross <laughs> yeah they're, yeah exactly yeah
0: um but yeah has uh i sent an email to you people don't always read my emails but i read you prepare your email. a shady summary for us today a
2: shady summary or one su- like just like the a one quick, s- yeah, yeah. That,
0: that's the official title doesn't have to be shady
2: yeah oh um,
0: well, i
1: thought about it i have wasn't... i have
2: mine yeah okay you
0: ready I'm, I'm re- sorry, I don't Yours know. Yours is probably that.
2: better than mine, but
1: you, you, you It's you. not. I was just driving in the entire time. I was like, this is basically it. Two white boys don't follow the rules and they get what's coming to them. <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> he told you don't watch the Moors, beware yeah. the moon. It was really simplistic instructions. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on the road, beware of the moon.
0: And they instantly are walking <laughs> instantly. off that path.
1: Yeah. <laughs> instantly. <laughs>
2: instantly.
0: <laughs> um, Karen, do you do you have one?
2: My Jewish wife, whose last name is Kessler, which okay. is the real actual, like, main character, David Kessler's last name, is just like, this is the Jewish get
0: out. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
2: So it's just sort of like, and my, my, my response, my single sentence is just like, um, Jewish guy from Long Island transitions into a werewolf in the UK, realizes how deeply hairy he is within his soul, and then sacrifices himself for the love of
3: a shiksa.
1: That is my long, genuine sentence. Yeah. It's the biggest smile on my face. I just literally keep looking back and forth at the two of you with a smile. I'm just so happy. Hey, girl. So those are my sentences. Those are amazing. Your wife is hilarious. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, really, like, all the time, she should really be here instead of me. But,
1: you know, no. next time, we'll mm. remember. There's yeah. no other Look, KT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no ceiling on how many people we can invite on this podcast. It's so. true. true. Well, I mean, this probably is. We have, like, 30 people. Um, Ernie's like, but,
1: you can have two guests. Yeah, really. <laughs> okay. Sorry,
0: Ernie. Um, Nay, do you have a shitty summary?
1: Yes. Um, only two white guys could walk into a bar, be received like that, and still stay at the <laughs> bar. <laughs> like, we have every- – I mean – And maybe not gay white guys even. But because if you have any of these things, you know, as part of your identities where you could like probably get killed for it, if you walk into any space and people look at you like that, you leave, Mm -hmm. you leave, you leave. You're like, I'm not trying to get lynched. Like, I'm this is not Uh a game for me. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But David knew that like sort of, you (laughs) know, that's true. You know, he did sort of know he. They did kind of want to get out of there. There wasn't hesitation. But fucking Griffin Dunn is just like, "What's the pentagram?" Oh Oh my
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah. Rule
0: number one: Don't ask about the pentagram. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Oh, my shady summary is a naked American man stole my heart.
1: Um, (laughs) That is the gayest. Uh, Thank you. How many times has this happened? (laughs) A naked American man? Yeah, sure. Oh, I mean, multiple times. No, I know. Unfortunately, all of the (laughs) people I've dated
0: have been American, so it happens um yes also i have a shady summary from our facebook group Hello. attack of the queer wolf pack Say. um this one's from john Connolly. it says still not the least welcoming pub in northern england
3: <laughs> i love how everyone's
2: stuck on the pub like, like that's the just slaughtered it. lamb. It's just sort of like like the pub is it that's the crucible and everything else that happens is just like whatevs but like it's the pub becomes that that moment of like, you know. Well, it's the beginning reckoning. of the movie.
1: Yeah. But the oh, the thing about it is is that it's the movie itself, it's very it's 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 very it's over in a in a flash. Mm-hmm. It's and it, fast. and that's it's a fast watch and everything is pretty tight when you're watching it from beginning to end. But I never, you know, they return back to the pub you know once inside the film yeah, yeah he does. that's why it makes the it doctor like a, yes, no, it it must makes investigate it
0: the most british road trip which is driving up to northern england having a pint and driving home
1: right yeah. right i mean that's the other thing too is because i asked somebody because i love this movie i asked one of my british friends like you know hey can we go to the moors i want you know next time we're in london he's like Darling, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. there's, nothing, there's nothing there. It's <laughs> cold. I I went to the
2: moors once, yeah. but I went to the like Bronte moors, like that. I mm. went to the Bronte oh, Parsonage, honey. and I was just like looking for like romance in the moors. But like honestly, it was just like like it looked like puddles. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking it looked puddles. All I think of is
1: cliffs and fog. <laughs> it's just moors are just fucking puddles. Yeah, <laughs> or like you know yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Th- I don't know that. I I, I don't. If that pub probably doesn't even really exist, but that's the only reason I ever wanted to go. It's Here. to
2: the slaughtered land. Yeah, we, we have a land.
1: lot of listeners in the UK, so let us know what's up. Please yeah, tell us about the I mean, tell look, us about it. I'll they, go were, visit.
2: they were puddly when I went and visited them in Haworth, the Bronte Parsonage. But, um, honestly, I think they're just like divots in the land in some way. And I just don't but, know why everybody thinks they're so romantic with the capital R.
0: Well, just the wildness of the Moors reflects the wildness of Eclipse's <laughs> character. Well, and, and of Judaism,
2: <laughs> apparently, where it's just sort of like they meander off the okay. road because they can't listen to anything.
0: Well, I have a question about the slaughtered lamb. Mm. Is there a Town around it. That's because the other thing. Yeah, everyone's there all the time, all the
2: time, and yeah. nobody leaves.
0: There's there's no,
2: like no houses. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just alone in the middle of the yeah. moors.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's to me, that's just I think the way England is. <laughs> Aren't there sheriff,
2: sheriffs though? They're, they're, the whole point is that they're the part of the cover up around the whole werewolf thing is that they they're like oh. um... The sheriffs or whoever, the po- local police have already determined that it was a madman mm-hmm. who did this and not like, you know, an animal. So like, you're So They recollection were just, they, were, they were just
1: also trying to like keep it quiet because they just didn't, the people at the pub knew better. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like having been to rural England, it's just sort of like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it also was the 80s, though, right? Like, so I wasn't there in like 1981. I guarantee
1: it's still underdeveloped. <laughs> the slaughter lamb is struggling. It started a Facebook and Instagram page by now. It was
2: filmed in Wales, though. Let's just say that. And we were supposed, I was supposed to go there with my spouse with the last name Kessler. And I'm glad we never ended up there because I'm just like, what if she became a she wolf?
1: Yeah, you'd have to leave her there.
2: I'd have to leave her there. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's kind of right?
1: I'll go yeah. get her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're not given they're, they're not giving She-Wolves visas to come back over here. I'll let you know that right I'm now. moving. Okay. okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you
0: just got to pick, not, like, travel... Not during the full moon, right? Yeah, you're fine. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, it's just
2: a
0: couple days, like, (laughs) yeah, I'm not worried about that.
2: But the whole, but the actually, like, you know, so when I first saw this movie, I was with my parents, like, it was in, in the early 80s in Singapore, so we were in a British colony watching this movie, and like, um, and I was a kid, and you know, so I was mostly like taken aback and intrigued by the ghostly rotting friend but one of the things that <laughs> you know so great yeah Ooh. like good old griffin dunn what's his name is like jack is Jane yeah. yeah but like but one of the things that always struck me about the movie was just the extent to which like um you know i i didn't remember now having rewatched it that it was so much about like There's so much discussion of the Jewishness of David. They're just like you know they talk about him being circumcised in the hospital. It's just sort of like the other nurse, not the one who hooks up with him, is just like I think he's Jewish. I I looked below. I looked below the the, the gown, you know, or whatever. And then and then like his (laughs) fantasy of the whole Nazi like. Like his yeah. whole thing with the Kessler family yeah. and it's just all like I was like, those are like Nazi ghouls. that's just like that's a video game about to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, versus like it wasn't so I never remembered those really distinct markers of difference from mm. the film when I originally saw it, but now I'm just like, Oh my god, it's so explicit and it is like one of the rare kind of jewish horror films in the american canon
1: yeah you know last night our friend annie annie rose mm-hmm. of girls guts and Jallo, y'all should listen to that podcast Ooh, if you yeah. have not oh. um we were both random well i wasn't randomly watching this movie clearly i was watching it for the record today <laughs> yeah. but she was also watching it i think with her mom which is amazing yeah. um and annie's like my theory is this movie is about world war Two. Yeah, And I was like, oh, I clearly haven't watched this since a kid because since I was a kid, because I definitely didn't realize that or notice that. As a I kid. feel like everything from that era is still like all these young people's parents, if they were like t- mid 20s, early 30s, considering the filmmakers and whomever. All of their parents either were in the war or had grandparents like who, Mm -hmm. you know, were in the war. So I feel like everything has like, especially was so close to Vietnam, everything was tied up in war at the end during that era.
0: And also, right, this was pre fall of the Berlin Wall. So kind of like the after effects are still like visibly Mm -hmm. standing there Mm -hmm. to see
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's all like Cold War stuff, but it's also just like so. They're American. Like it's interesting that he's an American werewolf in London, but like his Americanness is like that's the thing is his Americanness is not like like a super waspy Americanness. That's a, that's the other mm-hmm. thing too. They're just all like he's so cute or whatever. Like that's the thing is like. Everyone wants to bone this dude, right. like, in the hospital, like, from the jump. And it's not just his wolfy pheromones that's causing that, you know. But there, there is this thing about being attracted to this, like –
3: It's because he's know. American.
2: Well, but it's, like, he's, like, supposedly – but it's not just that he's American. Like, from the jump, that other nurse is, like, it's his Jewishness. It's, like – and then that all that hairiness stuff, like, with the wolf transition. I think that it's, like – I don't know. Maybe it's because I was seeing this with my Jewish spouse that that, that was like such a real profound read of it. But she's super over identified with those aspects of the story that really pointed to the distinctness of his identity, like not just as an American, any old American, but as a Jew. What?
0: No, oh, sorry.
1: Oh. Go ahead,
2: Brendan.
0: Oh, I was just going to say a real quick insert. Like, and obviously, the context in which you're watching something, especially mm-hmm. like culturally, can be so different in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And you might be aware of certain things, but it's not until you're watching it with someone of a, you know, different background. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, there's an entire other focus to this or at least like Mm -hmm. for me me watching it i watch it with sergio my boyfriend he's mexican and there's that joke in the beginning about like throwing the mexican out of the plane he's just like ouch and jesus i uh yeah Yeah. you know at the slaughtered lamb (laughs) look i've seen the movie before i knew that joke is you know it's a bad joke it's very sick but it's never pained me in that way and i was like Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) this is awful
1: Mm-hmm. There was another really funny shady summary. Um, oh please, from Audrey. Audrey's been killing it. <laughs> Audrey's been killing it, and she said um a story about how an American tourist becomes a werewolf and is still more tolerable than most American tourists. It's so true. true. <laughs> he yeah. really it even so being, it, that's very true. Even being bludgeoned, nearly eaten, <laughs> and transitioning,
3: mm-hmm.
1: he was still stoked about England he yeah, really was still, his friend's dead yeah his friend is dead and showing up and reappearing as, as in decomposition in different phases of decomposition and he's still like stoked to see uh 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 whatchamacallit square like hester swear piccadilly Leicester, yeah 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 I, I just like uh you know i watched it when it first came out i remember my mom and dad brought it home on beta And I I know, and I just remember like it is. I'll tell you what it started for me. I'm a huge horror movie fan because I made myself become a horror movie fan because I was a scaredy cat as a kid, and I started really young, like two. And you started being a scaredy cat real young, (laughs) yeah. Like anytime something like I like anytime because when I was a little girl, I would always. have like super vivid dreams and like think I see, like have waking dreams and see things and do a lot of that stuff happen a lot of time, like be seeing things or thinking things are come to life. I have uh, dreams about things coming to life, like inanimate objects and large metal structures. I'm like just weirdo like that. So I just always took that in and I think it's just from always watching movies with my mom and dad. But this film in particular came out during a spate of horrors, Friday the 13th to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, and then this film comes out and then thriller at the same time. And that's when we started getting into this like really weird, like, uh, um, actual horror, actual gore, like physical effects, actual effects, like oh. using real effects. Um, and Rick Baker's work is still, so to this day still stunning, one of the most more stunning transitions. Um, and I've watched so many, uh, uh, wolf movies this week. I watched Silver Bullet, um, which still pretty good. It's not the best. Don't know why I had to have a southern accent in Maine, but. <laughs> fine uh, I'll go with it I watched Silver Bullet and I watched Waxwork which has an interesting wolf trend not never fully transitions to a wolf but almost does um, but it was always uh, Jack's decomposition in the bathroom when he mm. closed that bathroom mirror window and Jack's like I'm like to this day if I open a, I won't have a mirror window like I told when we in our house we don't have and open like, medicine, like cabinet. medicine cabinet. No, with because mirror. I can't, I don't have one of those either. Yeah. I don't want to close it one day. And it's like Jack Whoa. in the back or the back. someone breaks in through it, a and, break it's candy in through man. it and it's candy man. <laughs> <laughs> do you know for the longest time I like, like, like Janet Lee could never, she only started taking baths. She couldn't do showers anymore. I, for the longest time I would open my medicine cabinet and then I would run out and close it on my way out. That's how long oh. it took. That's how much this movie freaked me out. Because Jack's shredded, rotting neck is disgusting. disgusting. I, can't. Like, my- <laughs> I kept telling myself this is fake. This yeah, is fake. Like yeah. I, because I had to stop chewing what I was eating. Yes, and I was like, it's fake. But it's like, so stop, good. But I, There's look, a little, I goosebumps right now because it's so fucking gross. gross. Like, that, little, like, oh, that little goosebumps,
0: dangly. That little dangly. I fucking it. And hate do you
1: it. know, like the part where he's in the movie theater? He's that's just full animatronic. Like that's not a. Oh, real I didn't. Yeah, yeah, that's not. It's a full like 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 that's no makeup. It's a full like robot at that point. Go Rick Baker. Rick Baker's so great. That was
2: like the first one, the best first. Uh, first best makeup Oscar in the Academy Awards, yeah. mm-hmm. I think, that that, like sense. this film. Well, and it was just sort of like yeah. and that's the thing is like, yeah, even looking back on it now, you're, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to see some like janky effects and whatever. But like, actually, it's, it's all still 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 pretty so good. Tight. And, you know, no wonder mm-hmm. like he was tapped to do the thriller video after this.
1: <laughs> it's just everything about his transition is so hot. Like, it, <laughs> no, because I also like it makes it like if anybody saw my husband look like it makes like n- a total sense. I always loved uh, dark haired boys who are kind of hu- like husky and just broy, And my husband is that. And it's very much like looking at David. I'm like, mm-hmm, this is where it started. This is where it started. <laughs> but don't you remember the he's transition so where he's stocky like- white. Jewish, not, sorry, stocky white bro boys. Yeah. Well, but do you remember like in the
2: fir- when we first see his transition, like one of the things that happens is like, he very prominently in the crotch area just loses his like peen, like he just does. He's he just becomes like all hair and flatness in that area. That scared
1: him the most. <laughs> that, that, that I'm also, I'm also I'm all just. Like, like, ah! <laughs> yeah,
2: because I was because because you know like because I like whatever I fucking filmed that that transition scene for Instagram, and I was like you know whatever having trouble like scanning my own TV, but then I just like accidentally zoomed in on his crotch, but it was all like just like <laughs> like super like you know Ken doll like nothing but fur there there's not even any kind of hint of genitalia so there's also something about the wolf being like i don't know like he's horny when he's like transitioned back into a human and he's like and like she's super into him like uh miss price nurse price or whatever <laughs> like totally wants to bone the next day and like he's a pheromonic and all these things
1: she has nothing to do in this movie no it's so sad yeah
0: just, she, all, just All of her lines are, you're so attractive <laughs> and sad. <laughs> you're very strange, but I like you.
2: I know. It's also it's like, it's like, what do you see I was just like, you just bring this like, motherfucker
3: home from the hospital? Yeah. I know. This,
0: also, he at no point is acting reasonable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, oh. Right. Because, and that's the thing. I, actually, that was, this might be fucked up. But okay. I just feel like if, If you are someone who is likely to bring someone home that you met in the hospital who's already been acting erratically to you 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 probably invite werewolves home all the time. Like, okay, I don't know. Is this like, I don't know. Is this, is that, you know what? That's, is that slut shaming? That's not slut shaming because like... look at how she was acting when he got shot. I would have been like, damn. <laughs> I would have been like, wow, y'all. Look, look, he look, was a fucking werewolf. Would, would you? Whoa. <laughs> Egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Boo-boo the fool. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, god, And it was like, no, that's a werewolf. You dodged that shit. Oh, I know. Hello? It's more men. Bitch, down. No, that's Wait, bitch, no, that's a werewolf. Bitch, uh, that's a werewolf. I
0: wouldn't even have followed him to Piccadilly. No. Why, leave no. Why leave your Watch house? Watch the news.
1: David,
2: oh, honey. <laughs> like, yeah, she did not foment that much love and care for him in that instance. I mean, like, really, that, that part of it is just like, you know, when she explains her sexual history, she's just like, she's like, uh, I've been with seven men. <laughs> And like three of them or four of them are one night stands. And like I like, was ooh, just sort of like I'm just like,
1: what is that supposed to say about you just
2: like, is this, is this,
1: like terrible taste in people or what? No, I think it's when you like meet someone who's so different and I and look, I've have Traveled the world, meeting but many men, and I will so say different. that no, it is because it's interesting. Like when you meet a guy, look, a man from the Netherlands is much different than a man from Italy. I'll tell you, <laughs> uh, as it's different from a German is different than a Mexican. I'm just telling you that when you meet someone that's different country, you have you're interested and you're intrigued if they happen to be handsome, even if they're men. <laughs> If you're yeah. in that kind of horny phase in life, nothing like that would impress me now. If, <laughs> if, I, have, if I met him, I would be like, she "Okay, great to meet you." I'm, she's she's was definitely in a horny phase. She was in a horny phase. She I, you know, in. I take back that like weird slut shamey thing. I it said. wasn't slut shamey You brought that out of me That's to be true. like correct, corrected. T- I was on the same level as you, sis. I'm trying to say, <laughs> you're a werewolf, <laughs> bitch. Why are you tripping? <laughs> he got I'm, you. He ripped through an entire subway system. Chris. Then he ripped through a man was just trying to go home yeah he probably
2: worked at the Can parliament you kill some like rich assholes though Who just like oh dear you need to let me to
0: go outside <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what that noise is you gave muffin quite a fright <laughs> okay. Okay. No, but okay um it, there's a difference between bringing a lot of people home yes. and not reading red flags though right because yes. he is all red flags
1: all yes. red flags yes He's You're already right. like clinging to like the
2: headboard at the hospital and saying that he's see- seeing his dead friend and all of these different things, and she's just like. Do you have a, like her response is, do you have a place to go while you're in London? It's yeah. not like, okay. Send him to the case can, manager. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I send him to the
0: case
1: yeah. manager. To, <laughs> I don't need to
2: solve this problem. Send him no to no Frank I Oz.
1: Who's yes. in this movie. <laughs> yes. I love that Frank Oz is there. And oh he's my God. Like, Hello, I'm from the American <laughs> Embassy.
2: That is such a Miss Piggy
1: performance. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I, you know, I know he's problematic as hell, but John Landis. Mm-hmm. For better. A moment of silence. A (laughs) moment of silence for his entire freaking career. But God, you know, his his finger his hand his handiwork, his fingerprints when it's on a film is so, you know, especially in the eighties, is so obvious. Like it's so overt and like that sort of like sick little twisted humor. It's a, a little inappropriate. Uh, but it's, you know, the way he was able to put together. You know, this film probably shouldn't have done as well as it did. It, it wouldn't have done, uh, as well if it didn't have, I believe, it's carried by, mostly by special effects. Mm-hmm. I think Well, the and the
2: humor, though. The humor
1: is, which, and the humor. The yeah.
2: jocularity that's like the hallmark of John Landis stuff, which is just like, hey, you know, um, hey, it's like American graffiti, but it's like, you know, werewolves in London, yeah. you know, it's like people having a fun time. And so I think that that's one thing, too. It's like, it's a breakout kind of horror, comedy right. as well and that's why it's such a cult classic is that there's so many absurd scenarios we can look back at like how it's so absurd that you know Nurse Price would be like willing to admit this dude into her house you know with his extra extra long NYU tee were you disturbed by the length of that t-shirt I was I was like I his- want one like
1: that long <laughs> that's what everybody wear now that's a Kanye yeah. tee no,
2: yeah.
0: his yeah. fashions are he's very fashion forward that jacket he's wearing when he's going under the moors Uniqlo is shook like That jacket is you could buy that today.
1: I cannot stand when we laugh at the same time and it lasts the same amount of time and it's like the same pitch. That, it, is, that was it, like hypes me up. It, I feel like I it's like Mario it's coins. Too, like, <laughs> I <know>. I'm like, <laughs> broop, 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 broop. And I'm like, you know when you stand oh under the gosh. thing, you just keep hitting and hitting and yes. hitting until you get all the coins? Yes, that's how I felt. Ugh. Can I yeah. wait, okay, because I haven't watched it in a while, even though I've seen it a million times, but I'm also like confusing it in my head because I just saw watched um Silver Bullet? No, no, yeah. no. Uh I'm thinking of in Oh. God, San Francisco, Pods people invasion of the body, sans when the the dog with the guy's face on it <laughs> there was this something similar in the movie right no
2: there was a, <laughs> no. no it's just no it was just like he was like just his transition there what? was just like like he may have eaten like a cat or somebody's dog or something yeah, he, i think there mm-hmm. was like he ate what like Someone's somebody's pet. small mm-hmm. pet mm-hmm.
0: and then there's that like wild demon face that he has in that nightmare where he's all Maybe I'm Bro, thinking of what that. Is that. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking about wait,
1: I'm pulling up this picture of Jack. Jack's so fucking disgusting. Yeah. I, I There's also so
2: much one of the things that struck me when I was, was a kid was just like there's so much male nudity in this. So like, I like you know which oh, yeah. was But I was also which like I, I, was, <laughs> I was very much like oh there's so much no, there was so much like but there's so much like, you know, you know, pale boy booty like flashing <laughs> around all over the place. Pale boy booty is that our episode title?
3: <laughs> I think it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's just, and I was just like, and as as a you know young <laughs> person, as like, my parents never like censored anything that I watched. Mm-hmm. My my favorite story of this is like that we saw Quest for Fire with my great grandmother, and since so all that cave sex and everything, the, the like, life you have led, <laughs> i are just like, well, you know, so um but. That was one of the things that I remembered about it, and there was something that made me feel very queer about seeing that much nudity. And like, there was some, there's something very queer about this movie to me. It, there is it yeah. stuck in my head.
0: Is remind me? We do see. Female toplessness, right? Should we see? Do we see that or no? I don't. We do. They're in the, in, the sex scene. Okay. in the shower. In the but shower. In the shower. And
2: in the porno movie theater.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That, first, my favorite <laughs> porno of all time, um, other than Moan, which is the gay porn parody of Scream.
1: Um, Shut up. It's called Moan. Yeah, it's
0: Moan. Guess what?
1: And there's one. There's a new Fortnite porn.
0: What? Yes. Wait, as in there
1: was an old one? No, sorry. Oh, okay. There's a Fortnite porn. That's all I just want to share. That no, please. We've reached apex pornography in modern. You've seen the Pirates of the Caribbean porn? No, No. I did. I've seen that. Yes, I've seen (laughs) clips. Amazing, amazing lesbian clips.
0: I do love just like academically watching porn, being like,
1: hmm. No, I I do too. But I don't like when porns do take on movies. I don't. I just. I don't need that.
0: Can I pitch you on moan though? Please. Mm. Okay. So. Oh my god, yes. i assume you've seen scream right uh,
1: like yes a yeah million okay
0: times. so moan they're having conversations about the fact that they're in a porno movie so that's the kind of the twist on the self-awareness oh, I love it. and they're talking about well if i was in a porno movie i'd be doing this right now and the killer's like oh would you <laughs> <Yeah. And
1: it's, laughs> oh that's um, a my god, god. i want to watch it <laughs> it's
0: um <laughs> well, i want to watch it frankly Fast forward past the sex bits if you want because, you know, they're boring. You, you get it. We get um, it. <laughs> the, um, the killer doesn't have a mask. It's just his face is painted because they want to have just the right. guy right. fucking, yeah. fucking yeah. and sucking dicks I, and stuff. Um,
1: I would... I, fucking mask sick. on. Yeah. No, I, I want to see the mask on. Like, let's yeah, go well, there.
0: I also think there are probably copyright issues with that. Right. Um, oh, and wow. it's, That's right. it's clearly all filmed. Then it. where
1: does hentai come in?
0: I don't know. <laughs> That's, what, what a question. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, porn is great. Porn's is really great. interesting. <laughs> Love porn. I, uh, actually I watched Wes Craven's porn movie, the only one he ever like oh. kind of halfway oh. admitted to directing go tell. What? Uh, no. under the name Abe Snake. That was his uh, <laughs> pseudonym. Oh but, my god. He's not trying to hide the fact that he's in, that he made this movie because he cameos in it as the devil, basically. Yes,
2: does um, the devil have sex with anybody?
0: No, no we just like no.
1: Wes tears. wasn't like that. Yeah, oh, no, he wasn't.
0: Okay.
2: But, I don't know.
0: But the movie it. I actually, I wrote an article about it. You can check it out. I'll, oh, I'll cool. post a link. Yes. But it, it kind of predicts every single element of his entire filmography. Wow. In really? Because he always likes to take the, like, all the skeletons in the closet of American suburbia and just dump them out onto the screen yes. for everyone to see. Yes. This movie's got a brother leaving to join the priesthood and then comes back to fuck his sister. <gasps> and just, like, all this really wild shit it's how
1: did it's i called, get west craven ki- incest porn <laughs> yeah. okay it's but called, i always thought it, i was what go, i'm sorry go ahead what's it called
0: it's called the fireworks woman um mm. also <laughs> known as angela is the fireworks woman
1: mm. i'm so into this i had no idea he made a porn i mean oh he, he had that's an where amazing he got his filmography start, yeah. I okay. like that
2: this is where we've landed. Like, oh yeah, you know, we should still talk about. We do, where
0: we'll, we do oh, yeah, get no, distracted. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no
2: okay. but no, no, that's perfect. We get distracted too. But that's like, you know, I love that the climax of the movie happens in a porn theater, <laughs> and it's all just like it's like, you know, stop doing that, and then like you know, like the dudes all just like doing what? Do we know each other? And then they just keep having like weird sensual oh, yeah, encounters, like answering the phone, the wrong
1: less. number. She's like, oh, sorry, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish you could just go to theaters like that so there's okay there's this little theater on Santa Monica and Western I have never been in it just looks so cute from the outside oh, I, know I know what it, you're talking about and I want to I, I don't want to go alone but <laughs> I do want to go in there wait <laughs> is that the one where what's his name it's I, like red tile and it says P. like XXX no uh, that P. wasn't P. the P. one but it was the one uh, what's the classic comedian that every, Carrot Top that <laughs> he I'm sure he's been there <laughs> I, you guys talking about yourselves I'm gonna say his Fred Willard Fred Willard oh. got busted there. Oh, really? Yes. Fred Willard got busted there. Wow, amazing. And they really, like, you know... And this is the other thing. It's like, why is it a big deal? He's a 75-year-old yeah. man at the time or something around there, and he's just trying to get his rocks off. Yeah. To get his rocks off.
0: I don't fully understand... Well, I'm going there now.
1: That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, now are just like, hey, Fred, what's up?
0: <laughs> I don't fully understand... I mean, obviously, I've, I've worked in a movie theater. I would not want to clean that up. Oh but, God, no!
1: Oh God, no! I mean,
0: I would just quit day one. Right, absolutely. Um, sell some popcorn and leave, sure, get some money. Sure. Um, but I don't get going to a porno theater and watching a full pornographic film and no. not.
1: I don't know that, that you can. I mean, <laughs>
2: it might be about
1: meeting people. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this you know, is a skeleton like, in you know. me closet, but I went with a guy once. <laughs> really? When okay. we did yes. stuff. But at the theater. Was, yeah. Well, because it's the thrill of being public I, space. Yeah. Mm. Public, public. I love that. Public. Public. Public sex yeah. is really it's San Francisco. It was San Francisco. So. I once
2: had public sex in a theater that no one was in, but that was like it, it was like It was with my girlfriend in college and it was at an empty screening of Chaplin at the Dollar. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. I, okay.
1: Ours was strip tease. (laughs) See, Chaplin
2: was not in the slightest bit erotic, but we're like, we're here by ourselves. You know, (laughs) like, whatever. (laughs) Ew,
1: Katie. I'm dying. Oh, my God, I'm dying. (laughs) His spirit (laughs) came into you. Charlie Chaplin was a very horny man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I've never had sex in a theater, so Mm. hopefully that happens but you need Santa to make Monica it happen Western. Santa Monica Western's <laughs> calling you babe I don't know if I want to have sex in that theater because I, I just I've never been inside I'm like I don't even know if I want to touch anything that's in there no you go in you there know. in a very sterile space to begin with
0: lay down a tarp
1: yeah you okay. go in there like like cuffed up okay. and Sort of like, you know, Alexis, mm-hmm. Rosie, <laughs> yeah. holding hands and opening stuff with your elbows. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I couldn't go there now as, as germophobic and slightly agoraphobic as I am. So I just now I couldn't handle yeah. it. But when I was 18 and like wild, yes, I was totally down for I that shit in my 20s. Yeah. So some things you just don't need to do as right. you get older, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I can explain it to you in detail if you want. You can come over, I can we can have some Sanka and talk it over. Well I do (laughs) want that. Huh. yeah what um a lovely conversation no
0: i don't want it to end no is... are
1: we done i don't oh, want no, to be no, no. done no, no. okay we're, let's no. keep going
0: we're not quite done okay and good. also i don't want this specific sub conversation no i, don't, I want don't want that to end either so i will just give a small story that i tried to hook up in the screening of blumhouse's dark skies once but somebody <laughs> walked in so that's so oh, annoying wait what was dark
1: skies oh
0: it was that haunted house movie that turned out to be aliens
1: oh oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right Blumhouse does. Is this the time where we plug Blumhouse? I, mm. I didn't know you guys were sponsored by them.
0: We aren't anymore. So. Oh, uh, so, so then we, then we have to edit that, that. No, no. Look. Like uh, one minute and, and two that's seconds. That's why I can be really honest about the fact that that screening was empty. The Dark <laughs> Skies. And we figured it would be. So it was it was a shock.
1: Big <laughs> mistake on Blumhouse's park on both ends. <laughs> yeah.
0: You should have made it worse. So I <laughs> anyway. Um what else happens in Couldn't this movie? Other tried. things. Right? What
1: else, in the, what else I mean, happens in this <laughs> movie? I mean, there's not
2: much more that happens in the movie. Like, there's like. That's why has, I'm saying. It's, it's so, fast. so about his fantasy it life. It's so much yeah. about him, first of all, dreaming about like eating a deer naked mm-hmm. in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then he like actually eats real people as a werewolf. Like, and then, you know, and then he's only really barely a werewolf. Like, he's basically got like an evening and a half as a werewolf. <laughs> well,
1: kudos to the London
2: know? police system for like trapping him. Him in the yeah. play theater mm-hmm. and then he gets trapped in the alley but again like kind of in my facetious description about like you know she all it takes is for her to walk into the like alleyway where he's cornered and for her to just be like David where are you and he like his like snarl uh, like softens and I'm just like really that's I'm, okay. Uh, that's bae, <laughs> but he still but he's
1: still, lunge. but he's still also a wolf yeah, and I'm just I mean, like, like that's bang that's mm, still love it still <laughs> yeah. want to eat it anyway. I, you know <laughs> i feel like griffin dunn doesn't you know the thing that i always think about griffin dunn because this is so painful is that griffin dunn i feel like will forever have been i have like a weird are we allowed to goss and talk shit sure yeah. it's up to okay. you I it's up to your shit. reputation I'm not, afraid, <laughs> I'm not afraid of griffin dunn i've like met him who's on
2: this is us now oh he is Glad he got a job because he
1: is Fully.
2: and the Didion movie too, but no, anyway, he's related. To he her, just
1: needs yeah. to get sober, so um, and maybe that'll help. That's his plot arc. Anyway, go ahead. He's a, he's, a, <laughs> he's he's fully a, a an alcoholic, but yeah. I always feel like his career. I always felt like he was great, and he's a great actor and has great com- uh, comedic timing. And I always feel like it was cut short a little bit because of his sister, um, his sister, not, you know, being like murdered. Oh, and, from Poltergeist. Yeah, I didn't know they were related.
3: <laughs> not the, you're your fan.
0: that's true griffin Dunn's
1: sister i'm not a Dominic griffin dunn. dunn fan specifically i know i'm a i'm a i'm an obsessive read everything research everything i mean i've obviously known about this since it happened uh when i was a little kid i might be also like older than you guys so it might be different it's fine um Griffin Dunn, yeah, his sister is Dominique Dunn. uh, Dominique Dunn, who was strangled and murdered in front of her house by her chef boyfriend while she was rehearsing for V. She was rehearsing for the movie V with David Packer, who ended up being in the movie. And then the girl who, I really wish she never was strangled and murdered because the girl who ended up taking her role was terrible in it, in V. Um, And you always think about like what it would have been if Dominique actually were in that role as Robin. I believe that was the character's name. But uh yeah, I feel like, you know, he spent a lot of time once she was murdered, like fighting with his dad, uh, you know, going to every court date, being there, and I always wonder if that like sort of cut short his ability to become that guy. You know, he was a very good straight man or uh um no, I think David's the straight man. Yeah. David mm-hmm. Naughton's the straight man, but but Griffin Dunn is sort of like the c- comic relief. There's there's never really been a role like that or a character like that, I think, since. Not that he, he would have continued to play dead barely living you know <laughs> slowly best, decomposing he's he like, yeah. he like
2: the laconic like he was like kind of the laconic guy who's like a little bit you know a little bit cute or whatever and then he you know he was in who's that girl with madonna
1: which is has a very incredibly queer ending which i always and, loved and-, and
2: yeah so then and then and then like now like you know he's being praised for doing the Didion documentary, and be who, and he's related to Joan Didion. Um, so who he isn't this access. man related to? I know he's very well connected as the other. He's Very aspect well of connected. Very
1: like West Coast, Los Angeles, Santa Monica.
2: Yeah, and now he's Uncle Nicky. You know, on This Is Us, and the the whole plot line is about him getting sober. So yeah. I wonder if this is part of like. You know, I haven't read much into it, but I'm just like, oh, that's Griffin Dunn. And it's so weird to see him in this moment in 1981, you know, uh, and then now being resurrected on this TV show and like having this like deep sentimental arc and, you know, and and like just, just thinking about that in relation to this movie in in its own way. I don't know. That's one of the things too, where I'm just like, he's the only other person who made it out of this. He's the only person who made it out of this film really with. Kind of name recognition later. Cause it David Naughton. Yeah. Damn. Cause David Naughton, cause David Noton also was just like the lesser Naughton brother. You know what I mean? Is there another Naughton? Yeah, okay. James Naughton, who was like in all sorts of stuff. That's not his brother. That is his brother.
1: Are you sure? I'm sure. I think
2: I Googled that last night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's look it up. I could never see David Naughton in anything else. He was also in another, speaking of how odd, awkward that is, he was in, he was in My Sister Sam. Oh, my God, yes. Rebecca Schaefer, who was murdered by some crazy person. Oh, he's
2: bad luck.
1: He's bad. It's his fault. Um, No, I (laughs) shouldn't say that. That's terrible. James
2: Naughton is David Naughton's brother. It says it (laughs) at the first sentence of Wikipedia. So he really
0: did get eclipsed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he did. Anyway. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, David Naughton, whatever happened to him? Mm. I mean, I think that, like, you know what's funny?
2: The, The little funny tidbit that came out of... American Werewolf in London is that he had like an a, he had an ad campaign. <laughs> well, there you go. There is an Aquarius in the house. He had an ad campaign Dr. with Dr. Pepper, but he was dropped by
1: Dr. Pepper for being naked so much in American Werewolf in London. I remember that. Aww. I actually remember that. That's so weird that I remember that. Isn't that strange? Because I feel like they talked about it as my summer Sam or my sister Sam um was getting popular I remember like he did an interview with like one of the magazines and they they would on Entertainment Tonight they'd be like here's the sexy naughty secret from David to Night here's how they go naughty <laughs> <laughs> <Not a> secret <laughs> coming back after this commercial who's got a nice secret um, you know how you see it, it, it's so, I'm so glad in pop culture we've eclipsed them as the barometer and like the the, the holder the, the gatekeeper of like entertainment news so we'd have to listen to Mary Hart I still love Mary. Oh, no,
2: like, come There's on. There's the naughty secret. She's a Trump voter.
1: Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, sorry. Oh.
2: I hate to break it to
0: you. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> I feel like I had a million things to say, but I have been so overwhelmed with joy at the progression of the last <laughs> couple minutes. Absolutely. Um, should we talk about Pride Floats? Are we? We're at yeah, that yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for those who are just joining us, um, <laughs> if you've hopped off the ship, uh, the waiting to exhale ship, to join us, um, every week we decide if we're going to give the movie a pride float, which is kind of like you know, is it worth celebrating in the like queer sphere, I guess, and also if so, what will it look like? So I'm going to start. I'm just going to re- close my eyes. I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with they. Actually, okay. do you think this movie gets pride float?
1: Um like personally no but if i if if like someone did it i'd be like okay yeah (laughs) i wouldn't be like fuck you chase bank like for your your pride float but if i'd be like okay i get that
0: yeah uh karen and winter do we do we have thoughts
2: for sure, a pride float and filled mm. with bears. I mean, it'd just be oh, like uh-huh. it's also just sure. like, you know, like congregation Kolame in West Hollywood, <laughs> like the gay, <laughs> the gay synagogue. If they had a pride float mixed with like you know, kind of commemorating like all the kind of like wolfy hotness of of American werewolf in London, I think that that would be an interesting combination. I
1: would, yes, <laughs> the synagogue wants a pride float. And it's American werewolf in London theme. That sounds bomb. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the way to go with it. I have my pride float in my head. It is a um, it's a full on thing. It's a wolf's head. Mm. And everybody comes out in sexy costumes of the characters through the mouth. So it's okay. like sexy costume David, but it's drag queens. Sexy costume okay. David. Are we
0: drag drag queens or drag kings?
1: Oh no, drag queens. Oh,
0: interesting. Okay. Okay,
1: so it's sexy David. It's sexy Jack. It's the sexy nurse, but that can be a drag king. Oh, uh,
0: I love it. Okay. Okay, and then gender reversals. Gender
1: reversals. So I just like they're all coming out, and then they do like a wannabe, like to the song Wannabe.
0: West wow. Spice Girls, yeah, they okay. just there are
1: it's five, and then they—they just pop off. on. and then on. they just yeah. want to be around the wolf mouth, which just has like red beating eyes, and it's just like they—it's the, set up in such a way that they can like circle the float and mm-hmm. do the whole thing. And I would watch that honestly. I'd watch that from Santa Monica and send Vicente all the way down.
0: Just ride a bike next to the float. Yes, watch I would just watch that. I would let them
1: do that over and over again. That would, I would be like, and I would see it and I'd be like, oh my, I'd be like, uh, my, my phone would die from filming it so oh. My, oh. You'd be
2: tossing okay. Fistfuls, okay. Of fistfuls
1: of Thin Mints. <laughs> if you want to be my And Earl Grey tea bags, yeah. yeah. And just loving every second minute of it. I would, yes, they absolutely deserves a float this movie is iconic this movie started so many people's careers ended so many people's careers put so many people's careers in limbo it's just it's a grab bag of hollywood lore <laughs> and it really yeah. is
2: about david and jack and their like you know the their inextricability from each other they're the homosocial
1: yeah. yeah they I die mean, together
2: they they mm-hmm. basically die together and it's basically like you know they're they fantasize about like stopping all these various women but mm-hmm. in the end it's really it's boils down to them. <laughs> yes. <down> that <laughs> got
0: Um and for me just I don't know if I want the, the Landis family anywhere near Pride right um so I think oh wow I get it uh, well, oh yeah uh, should we sure. have
1: Jennifer Jason Lee be involved in it <laughs> and then that will change everything
0: sure yes she, look she can she can come to anything come to the podcast Jennifer yes. Jason Lee please <laughs> um but what I think I would kind of do I'd do a corporate sponsorship we'd get them an Instagram post with Scruff Venture and yeah. that's wow. what we're going to do okay. during amazing. Pride weekend amazing
1: yay
3: um
0: and also, look, as much as I want to reward any movie that drops dong like that, like, the, there's not a lot of horror movies where you get to objectify men in that way. Yeah. To so get to kind of flip the script. And I'm into it.
2: Me too. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it's, it's you know, groundbreaker for that reason. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah. Um, oh God, I guess that's it. I don't – can we do a second podcast? No, we have to stop. <laughs> um. Where this can, has been great. Thank you so much. This has been so way. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to um, bring
1: you
2: all onto waiting please, in our second please,
1: season. Yes. Oh my yes. That would be so fun. Yes.
0: Check mm-hmm. out Waiting to Exhale. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? What's it about? What's the log line?
1: It's a show about Gen Xers. If we're, you know, okay, I'm toeing the line calling myself a Gen Xer. Like, Karen. She's at a, the tail I'm end. I'm at the tail end of Gen X. You're Xer, really like, dumb. 1980. 1980. Boom, 1980 cut, off. Off, cut off. And I'm February. That's the only reason I let it get away. I get away with it because I was born in February. <laughs> I was due in January. So I really feel like I'm a Gen Xer. But it's a show about, you know, the forgotten parts of, of Gen X X-Dem and like, the nostalgia of content that we grew up watching and sort of what we're still digesting now and sort of how it reflects uh, on what we grew up watching and, and what the past was like and how it, pertains to the present
2: yeah how it carries over into contemporary pop culture yeah. so it's sort of like you know i guess the tagline is really it's like everything you've wanted to know about the forgotten generation mm-hmm. and everything you've forgotten about generation mm-hmm. x plus you know it gives you a little insight on you know these things both then and now and mm-hmm. i think that that's sort of where we're going and just kind of reevaluating this these different moments and kind of debating some of the great issues of that time so yeah right. um, and
0: for our listeners, where you might want to jump in, their episode about, or your episode about um, Ryan Murphy's relationship to true crime, like oh, comparing oh. American Horror Story 1984 oh, and American Crime Story, mm-hmm. it's a must listen. It's very okay. oh,
1: oh, thank oh, thank you. Do you. you guys know history story i mean i'm sorry american history i'm sorry Wait, american horror story american I mean, horror story <laughs> same thing same thing Do you Go know on. what's happening i'm sorry i don't know what's happening on this show to we're, this day no
0: no okay we're, we're just not doing spoilers because yeah. may hasn't watched it yet yeah okay um it is I don't know what's happening. not the
1: new it's season it's yeah it's wild it's wild yeah
2: i know gotta get back we also you know um by the time this airs too we'll have done our uh Halloween episode too. Oh my god. We go into the Ari Oster oeuvre. So it's like you know, we very much dive into like intimate horror, what
1: we call the it, hereditary, Midsummer. Yes, Midsummer is just you know my obsession with him yeah. is yeah. just deep, 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 deep. So that that's coming out. Um, okay, and, wow. and
2: so it'll be out by the time your folks hear yes Yes, yeah. can't wait
1: Check to hear that. It out.
0: Oh God, I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Oh my God, cool. Um, and where can everyone find both of you and the show on social media?
1: So we're at waiting two
0: the waiting
2: two. the number two, two. x h a l e p d we were like we just tried so
1: hard to get a decent <laughs> we'll sort it out at some point yeah um and then kt is at inland emperor e-m-p-e-r-o-r mm-hmm. and i'm at winter mitchell
0: oh you, you got in early huh
1: i got i'm to 2010 that's not Ooh. even my only account there's queen everything <laughs> is Hanging out there. I know. In like, what to quit everything. She's just hanging out doing her thing, low key, and You know how she do. You know how she do. Yeah. Trying to, you know, I'm trying to deal with the one that got the check mark. I'm trying to drive mm. that some mm-hmm. somewhere and make yeah. that something. Yeah. But yeah, please follow me. I love new mm-hmm. followers. And if you're expecting content about social media, I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm gonna. You're not gonna have to sift through all my bullshit about how much I hate life sometimes. <laughs>
0: it's true. Well, you know. Being I'm a honest. human being, that's how it goes.
1: Exactly. Thank this you. Yes. What's gonna
0: happen? <sighs> um, and where can we find you? Uh,
1: I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Black Cupcake. It's B L A K K Cupcake, and you can find my art Instagram at Gaudy Los Angeles.
0: I'm so. We don't even have to poke you to plug it anymore. I'm I know. So proud. I know
1: do you know every time you go around the room and have people tell where folks can find? I'm. I get anxiety because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like, oh my god, I have to say the art thing, or Brennan's gonna look at me. No, look. <laughs> I don't. Look, so then I do it.
0: I never want to create that kind of space for you. <laughs> no, I mean so drama. I'm so sorry. You're doing um, nothing
1: wrong. People need friends in their life who talk up their art, who like push them to do that. There are there have been artists I found out found out about not because of them, but because their homies were like, yo, this is my friend. It's so bomb. Or like, you know, when I did that Nipsey hustle Memorial piece, um, Mm. there was someone standing next to me and I noticed because he pulled out like actual film and put into a camera to take a picture. That's noticeable. And (laughs) you know, he didn't say anything. And then his friends, like I had used this, this, the original picture, um, that i had used from someone else he was like oh he he took that picture like this is the original photographer wow and i never would have known that if his homie wasn't like hey he he took this picture and i was like i respect that so much so no Brennan, you're you're doing the right thing. okay
0: it's about community
1: you're doing the right thing (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) um and you can find me on twitter at it's raining brands you can find the show on twitter and instagram at queer wolf pod (laughs) um (laughs) you can find uh, join our Facebook group on Attack of the Queer Wolf Pack. I did everything out of order, so I'm really thrown off. It's
1: the greatest little Facebook fan group.
0: It really is. Uh, the conversations are really... They were falling thick and fast this week. Because yeah. normally... Because um, we, we have a thing where we have to have our moderators approve the post before they... Yeah. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Um, but... Normally it's not as stressful a gig, but last week it was like, okay, click, click, click. It's been it's been very exciting. That's
1: good for you guys. Wonderful. And that's also where can we find um? So Ernie, our like perfect, amazing, wonderful, talented sound (laughs) engineer extraordinaire. Um, you know, does this work for many podcasts and? Ernie has an Instagram page. is Is it Rebel Talk Net? So it's at Rebel Talk Net. If you ever like, you know, need many of the various services that Ernie offers in the Los Angeles area, um, you know, hit him up because he's what makes us We're sound following good. right. Now. Literally, our live episode. People never. Like, compliment the sound on live episodes because they always sound awful. Ernie did that, right? Y'all? <laughs> Ernie, yeah. did, Ernie that. did that. He that's did so what funny. he had to do. He did what he had to do. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all of us now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, till next week. I don't know why I keep trying to close the show. We don't have a closing line.
1: Bye. No, we don't. Bye.
3: Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Attack of the Queer Wolf is a member of the Fangoria Podcast Network, hosted and produced by Brennan Klein, Michael Kennedy, and Renee Beaver. Sound recording, mixing, and editing by Ernie Hurtado, recorded at Rebel Talk Network in Los Angeles. Music by Von Kiss. Logo, art, and design by John Holland. For Fangoria, Dallas Sonier, Phil Nobile Jr., Jessica Safavamir, Brandon Wynerti, Natasha
1: Passetta, and Rob Galuzzo.